0: All right, the countdown is on for the Cotton Bowl, and the transfer portal continues to make news all across the college football world. Nick Wilson, Spencer German. One guy that brought me pizza today, another guy that brought me uh, buffalo chicken dip. Great people in my estimation. They cover it all during their podcast, Sons of the Shoe. Subscribe now, 923thefan.com or the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. That really is the way to my heart. Bring me any combination of pizza or buffalo chicken dip. We're probably going to be friends, although I'm supposed to be eating better right now. I was not supposed to be eating all the bad things I ate today, but uh, I guess it's my once a week cheat day, right? I, I, I hate to count it on a Tuesday. Tuesdays don't feel like the days you cheat on your diet, but today was the day I cheated on my diet. I'll live. We'll move forward. Now let's get to off the beaten path. All right. Leading us off here in the fan focus, as I said, off the beaten path and clearly screwed up my own my own segment. You can tell I had way too many days off. They shouldn't give me this many days off. Give me all last week off, as me completely thrown out of rhythm. My voice is gone, although it's it's it was making a comeback. Now I feel like it's left the building. We'll see how that goes. And I'm I'm getting my own segments wrong. Fascinating. Great job, Jonathan. All right. <laughs> Leading us off here, Nick and Dustin on who they want to face in the postseason for the Browns?
1: I want Jacksonville. I want I, I I think Jack going on the road against Jacksonville in Duval would be advantageous for you. I think going to Miami, where Miami is not a great sports town. And Miami, the Dolphins are probably the number one team in that town. It's still a place you're going to be able to get tickets to if you can afford to fly down there and create a little bit of home field advantage. Stop on a spirit flight, man. Kansas City, it's not even about Mahomes. Well, okay, it's equal parts Mahomes, and I don't want to play an Arrowhead first round. No. God, no. Second round, third round, like in in John's scenario, assuming you're healthy enough, if you've won two straight games on the road, and you've gone from Jacksonville, let's say the next round is, I'm trying to think, math is really hard. I'm trying to think how this would actually work out. Let's say you go Jacksonville and then Baltimore. All right, if you've survived those two things and then you have to go to Kansas City, now I feel confident you might have a chance. But Arrowhead week one of the playoffs, that just feels like it feels like a lot of how people spent most of last year doubting the Chiefs. And granted, they were a better regular season team last year. Like this team is showing some of its worst football while playing at the most important time of the year. But still, keep me out of Arrowhead.
0: I don't think keeping you out of Arrowhead is the biggest problem we have. I I, honestly, I don't. I'm. mm, I might regret these words. I'm not really scared of Kansas City the way I should be. I know. They've been to five straight AFC title games. They've won two Super Bowls, been to three in the previous five years. They are a dynasty. But I'm not scared of them right now. You watched that game against New England last weekend, and I'm using more than just the game against New England, but they almost let New England. New England hung with them. They almost let New England beat them. They're not very good offensively. I've never before been able to say in the uh, Patrick Mahomes era that their defense is much better than their offense, but right now they are a defense team more than they are an offense team, and it's just not particularly good. Bring on the Chiefs. Bring on Jacksonville. Bring on that Ravens team. Bring on that fraudulent Bills team that has lost to everybody and anybody, and any good team they've played, they've uh, they've given, got the L4. I, I just, I'm not scared of any of these teams. The AFC is wide open. The Browns have an opportunity. Give me Jacksonville. Give me Buffalo. Even if they make the postseason. Give me the Texans. Give me uh, the Colts. Give me anybody. The Browns have a legitimate shot. A real shot against any team you would name in the AFC. There is not a single opponent where I would say we are drawing dead. And that's a good thing. All right, next up. Lima and Jason Void in the morning as the two of them talk about
2: laundry as an adult. We had to get rid of the guest room upstairs. We're creating a new smaller guest room, but that guest room was my haven. It was whenever I got kicked out of the bed for snoring, maybe drank too much the night before, whatever got clogged up there in the nose, I would get kicked out and, you know, I'd have that bed to go to. It was a beautiful queen bed and I threw all my clothes on there. That is where in the morning when I got up, because I can't put the lights on in the room, because once the wife wakes up, she's up for the day. Yep. So I'd have to sneak like a cat burglar into the guest room and then get changed there. I have to use the bathroom downstairs. I know, congratulations, all my success with all our bathrooms. But I can't do anything upstairs because it'll either wake the baby or the wife. So I throw the clothes down that I'm going to wear immediately, and they're all on the bed. Well, I don't have this now. I don't have any of this now. So I have to get like the night before I have to put my clothes aside. Like like it's a school night. It's embarrassing. Either way, I don't have anywhere to put my clothes anymore because the bed was where you put your clothes. Do you not use an extra bed to put down all your clothes or anything? Am I No, we don't my, have an extra bedroom. How? A bed?
0: Yeah, you, you put it on the bed? Come on. Now, I and what made me feel good about this clip? Is I'm not the only adult that has had our so I have a closet in for the the master bedroom right it's a walk-in closet it's one of the features of the house actually it's very nice and my wife got that in seconds I had no I had no claim on that one and that's fine I knew when we bought the house I was gonna have to have a different closet in a different bedroom but I was not just gonna throw it into a onto a bedroom another bed like that didn't that didn't seem right but I'm doing the math the same way that Lyme was doing the math. I don't know what's going to happen if I have another kid. I mean, I, I got uh, – there's bedrooms. I got room. I don't know what's going to happen if I have another kid, though. I Because right now, the room that I'm currently putting my clothes in and where I store my clothes and the closet I put my clothes in, that's definitely going to the kid. It's not great. I don't know what to do about it. Uh, I guess that'll be a future me problem. <laughs> Move everything to future me. That's always the answer to all of this stuff. All right, next up, Baskin and Dan on College Football NIL.
3: Like, do you know how many kids are missing school on Friday consistently throughout the year so that they can go play in a volleyball tournament, or right. a Hockey tournament, and, and that stuff—that stuff drives me up the wall as well because why? If you can get your education done in four days rather than five, what's the difference? Are we really setting these kids up in, a, in the best way to succeed when we're making them out of school once a week for four days? I don't know. Or we for live, one we, day a week, we live in a generation where it's okay to ghost the job. It's ridiculous. Where's the responsibility there? And we're setting it up there in the same place. Do you understand what I'm saying? Well yeah, but absolutely we should be setting the examples. That sh- oh, that did, we did I need to call this. my boss and tell him I wasn't coming into work today? What? Did I need na- I forgot, oh, I don't need to call HR. No, no, no. What what are we doing? I agree with you. Yeah. I'm we're on the same page. Right, we are. It's but I do think these are ramifications of the pandemic too. Yes. That we all that learned how to do stuff. things differently. And now all of a sudden you're like, Yeah, you know I don't think I'm going to work today.
0: I wonder what the two of them would think about my idea that I've had for years now with college football as we move closer and closer into the NIL world where we just we separate the idea that they go to school. So like if you're on Michigan's football team, how about you stop playing school and just play football? So instead of going to get a business degree, if you want to, not saying you have to, but if you want to we can give you the credited amount of what that uh, tuition would be to get you a, a business degree. We'd give you that in cash. And instead of going and having your uh, y- you know, your teacher's aid fill in the, the scantrod bubbles and pretend like you went to class, you just collect the $25,000, 45000 $50,000 a year, and you get paid that way instead. And the ones that want to go to school, they can still go to school, and they can try to do that as well. But I got a feeling the amount of kids that want to go to school and would rather play football Cardale Jones would just—they would just rather do that. So let's let's give them what they want. I'm not against that. I I don't know why we gotta uh, pretend like every player that goes and plays football at Michigan State wants to actually graduate from Michigan State. They want to play football. So let's let them play football. I don't know. I think it'd be a game changer. We got all these buildings built up so that all these kids can go to these uh uh all these little aids that help them try to achieve their uh, degrees and all this other nonsense. And it's like. What are we doing? Why? Let them play football. Don't worry about it. They go to play football. I don't think I don't think the world's ready for that convo though. I think we're still like 20 years away from getting to that convo where we legitimately legitimately separate the school, the academics, and the football players from being the same thing. Whatever. We'll get there. Nick and Dustin on Buffalo chicken dip.
1: It is the holiday. Show and why do we call it that? Because That's right. uh, just down the road, during our show, our our fellow uh, you know office mates here, yeah, the every, whole everybody, everybody's going to be at everybody. the holiday party. And so we thought, in the spirit of it, they've got a two-hour holiday party. We got five hours right here. This is our holiday party. So for, Jacks, for the, uh, the afternoon drive show. Jacks, I'm going to need all holiday music. No, not just Christmas. If we got a little dreidel, 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 throw that up in there. Like let's just let's get it.
2: Get a little uh, Adam Sandler. In there,
1: I'm too. right, and you know what? Here's the thing. This started out as a small thing, right? Just a hey, just a little idea. Jacks actually, I think, might have had the first idea, whether Jax or Spencer or both of them or none of them. It was definitely one of those three things. And now, like, you got food. I got food coming later. We got buffalo chicken dip, which I'm not allowed to have anymore. We got uh, Doritos. Like,
2: why can't you have buffalo chicken dip?
1: Well, one year at a holiday party in Portage County. Your boy had too much, too much tequila, and I had, I had eaten a lock buffalo chicken dip, and let's just say I got mixed up. Which side of the room in the bathroom? Oh, I've done that. The before. the toilet was on. I've done that. On and, the floor? Uh, no, no, into the bathtub. Oh. That's and actually better. And Vanessa had to pick it all up. And ever Disgusting. since then, she cannot. Like can't even smell buffalo chicken dip, so I ruined that for the love of my no, life. Get back on the horse. I'm just a good person. Get I'm back just, on that's how the horse. I so do. She's not horse. here. She's not. Nope. And you know what? I got to kill it home.
0: I'm trying to think. Of if there's ever been a food that I ate too much of, or while well, ate it while drinking, and then I threw up, and then I just can't have it anymore. Hmm. You know what? Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles. I once, I once, and I wasn't drinking when doing this. I ate too much Fruity Pebbles. When I was like 10, because you're I was 10 and I was an idiot. And so I just kept eating Fruity Pebbles and I was like, this is awesome. And I kept eating it and eating it and eating it. And then I threw up and now I haven't touched Fruity Pebbles since. It's been 25 years. I haven't touched Fruity Pebbles. That one incident. It's all it takes is one incident. That's all it is. All right, Lima and Lima, Lima and, Lloyd. Lima and Jason Lloyd. I think I comboed the two of them and then came out with Lima anyway. But regardless, they talked about Donovan Mitchell. Here we go.
2: Why does everybody think they have to get rid of him at the end of this year? Why can't they keep him the following year? I mean, there's the player option the year after that, 25-26. But next year, you've got him under contract.
0: And that's the last year you have control over.
2: So what what would be the major push? Why can't the Cavs, and I'm playing devil's advocate because I I know how the league works. I mean, I know how superstars work when they don't want to be. And again, I don't even know what he thinks about Cleveland. He's only said really positive things.
0: He has said all the right things.
2: But he said all the right things, for the most part, in Utah. But they knew. They knew.
0: I actually admire the way Donovan has handled this whole thing. Like, I I really do. Because he's been very mature. He's been exactly what they needed in the locker room. He's been a good leader. He's been a good soldier. He takes all accountability when it doesn't go well. He puts it all on him. But if you... You know, he said it again last night. Like, we got to start winning. Like, we got to start winning. Because... In, in, put yourself in Donovan's shoes. If the Cavs flame out in the postseason this year, no one's going to blame Evan Mobley. No one's going to blame Darius. Oh, it's interesting. It's on Donovan. This, Donovan. this is Donovan. This is Donovan's legacy. This is Donovan's reputation. It's Donovan's rep that he can't get out of the second round. All right, we're going to talk about this more a little bit later on in... The 9 o'clock hour. We'll do about 9.40 or so. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Cavs. A little bit more about Donovan Mitchell. A little bit more on that conversation. Something I need to pass along before we get to our Browns insider, Daryl Ryder. And we'll have this within Daryl in a conversation. Adam Schefter, ESPN reporting. Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud, who missed Sunday's win over the Titans, remains in the concussion protocol. He's likely to miss a second straight game this coming Sunday against the Browns, according to his sources. So... That is good news for the Browns. You don't want to see C.J. Stroud out there. Looks like C.J. Stroud going to miss his second straight game. We'll react to that and more when Daryl joins us coming up next. It's overtime with Jonathan Pino here with you on The Fan.